welcome to episode 15 of Unleashed, Unchained and Unapologetic. Just to let you know a little bit about who we are and what we are all about, we're humble-driven allies and leadership advocates who are obsessed with supporting leaders to stand up and step up so that the workplaces of today and tomorrow truly work for all. Everything we do supports you to lead and shift the status quo forever by taking one human step in a smarter direction. And it all starts and ends with you. Welcome, Karen. Welcome, Al. Here we go again. This is a, this is a good one. Uh, uh, I love this one. Okay, so today's topic is how close are you to falling prey to a stress-related illness? Okay, so before everybody goes, oh my God, that's me and starts to shake uncontrollably. Or might not even be aware. Well, this is what we're going to talk about. How aware are you of how close you are to falling prey to a stress-related illness? So the good news about today's podcast is we've got a tool and you know ex-consultant Sado you know the sort of person that gives you a watch and then tells you the time that kind of thing or takes it whatever the phrase is I love tools that give me information that I am unaware of yeah um and so there's a tool that I use with my clients that I tripped up over back in 2012 when I was doing a healthcare startup Mm. and the healthcare startup was about preventative disease, mm-hmm. uh, preventing disease, particularly autoimmune disease. So any thyroid sufferers out there, anybody who's got hideous autoimmune disease that they have to live with and take tablets for and can't can't shift, um, all the secondaries, cardiovascular disease and type 2 diabetes, as they are known, um, all of these diseases have a link to stress. And so the premise of the business was to help people to diagnose their own stress, to understand what was going on, to manage their symptoms and to make different choices in life. We were so far ahead of the preventative medicine curve that it was impossible to get funding. So I love startups that don't succeed. We're not (laughs) going to say fail, but don't succeed because the world is not ready. Uh, We couldn't get into the NHS, even though we had a bunch of specialists from the NHS working with us. Um, But it was an extraordinary journey. It went on for about two or three years. We built a whole system and I I keep laughing like a drain at them. I keep going onto LinkedIn and all these people going, oh, you know, now's the time for preventive medicine. I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, the time for preventive medicine in my world was 11 years ago. Yeah. And why did I do it? Because I have a thyroid disorder. But one of the tools we used was this thing called the Holmes and Ray Stress Scale. Now, to everybody who's listening, you're not going to have to spell Holmes or Ray. And I will tell you that, or we can tell you that. Or plan B, you can go to the podcast, go into the comments below, We'll put it out on LinkedIn and we'll set, put a link in so that you can go and just do this little test online. So what the hell is this yeah, test is that we keep banging on about? So I can't remember how, que- how many questions there are. So this is obviously a well-prepared pop- podcast. Um, but from memory, there's about 50. And you, you, you ch- it's a check the box exercise. Yeah. And what it does is it lists out the top stressors that people suffer from in order. Now, this thing was in... Came- so, is it, so is it like when you go into the test, is it like, are you suffering from this? It just says, check the boxes below. That apply. That apply to your okay. life. And so top of the list, death of a spouse. Second on the list, divorce. I mean, the biggies are in there at the top. And, and as you move down the list, mm-hmm. each of the different stressors in the background has a different score associated with it. So the top scoring one is death of a spouse, the next one on the list. Then in the top five, I think you've got death of a family member. Uh, They're the horrible ones. In fact, on the list, and this was developed in the 1950s, which is why these are on there, it's got um, change in church activities. 
stopping going to church, obviously a biggie for most of us. Um, it's got holidays. So Christmas, we all know, is stressful. Did you know it has a stress score? Yes, it does. Um, that's so they're on the um, legal problems, coming in and out of jail. It's got all Everything. of the life things. Now, how do they come up with it? Well, Holmes and Ray, I think it was in the 1950s, uh, did a, a huge sample of people who were suffering from stress. And what they did was reverse engineered what the life stresses were that had led them there. Right. Hence the data. Mm. And as far as I know, and I do research on this all the time, so I'm very passionate about stress and the relationship between work and stress, is as far as I know, there hasn't been a, a, a comparable or a better tool developed since then. But you know what? There's a gap in the market. So any entrepreneurs <laughs> out there, you know, AI, data, large data sets, we can do this, people. There is an opportunity to develop an extraordinary tool here. And it's important for one very simple reason. I'm going to invite everybody who's listening to the podcast to do it and fill it out. Once you've filled it out, the algorithm will calculate what band you're in and what your risk of stress-related disease is. If you get, I think it's above 320 or 360, somewhere above there in your scoring, you're at high risk of stress-related illness. Personal story, for 10 years of my life in my 40s, I was above 360 because the life events I was dealing with were huge. We had deaths, we had moves. It's things like job changes, yeah. changes in financial circumstances, moving house, moving country, all of that stuff, repeatedly, year on year. And adrenal burnout. And adrenal burnout. I mean, I ended up in deep physical trouble, but I never stopped. No. The thing that's characterized my entire life is I've never actually really, well, I have stopped for a long period. I've been forced to stop and I've taken time to stop, but. It's not a practice that I managed to weave into my life. And that's what I really want to talk about today is how do you, once you have the awareness, what do you do? I think that's really interesting. I mean, the amount of times, uh, and, I can, and I, I've experienced this myself as well in, in my time, my career, and I can remember, but the amount of times I speak to other people and saying, just stop, I can't, I just can't because I've got to do this and I've got to do this and I've got to do this and I've got to do this. There's always an excuse as to why you can't stop. Well, that's because you're under stress. Exactly. <laughs> so... Um, it's just something to really be conscious of. I, I remember working with a great guy um, who, again, never, ever, ever stopped and ended up with quite a serious illness that you know he's having to deal with. So this is a really important subject and one that does really start and end with us all. Um, and if we practice that, and we show those people around Absolutely. us and our teams, it gives them permission to say it's okay. Well, it always starts with awareness. Yeah. And for the very thinky people on who tune into this podcast, because we tend to attract people like us to these things, mm -hmm. if you're an overthinker, we talked about this a bit in the last podcast, then the chances are you're going to be an overstressor as well because your brain will not switch off yeah. and it will drive you and keep driving you to do stuff which is obviously going to cause stress. You then lob in life stresses you have no control over, a death, a divorce. Theoretically, you have control over those, but maybe not. But, you know, things that really profoundly change the fabric of your life, most people will just keep going. They'll keep going. They'll keep working. They'll, they'll, they'll feel even more stressed out. They'll try to control their lives even more, and their stress levels will continue to rise. And biologically, we are wired to keep going. We will keep going. But to your point, it starts to harm our systems, our adrenal glands responsible for pumping out yeah. hormones, cortisol particularly, will just keep going. And let's just, if you just take a step back from that, 
Is that price worth it? Because without your health... Ah, yes, but you see, the thing about health is it's like smoking. You don't realise you're losing it Mm. until you've lost it, Mm. until you're in trouble. And and that's, again, how we're we're wired to keep going. And we will keep going until we can't. Mm. And a lot of my clients, a proportion of my clients come to me... That's a dangerous gamble to play with. it isn't, it isn't. But, but again, yeah, our bodies are extraordinary things. They have several properties, very important. One is they can keep us going and two is they can heal. Yeah. They can heal. Given the right space and time, most systems will heal themselves mm. unless you've got some profound invasion going on. Um, but a, a proportion of my clients come to me on medical leave, ashamed, embarrassed, feeling like they failed, taking time out. In some ways, I have to be honest, these are my favorite clients because their bodies have given them the only message that Mm -hmm. they're going to listen to, which is you've got to stop. And from that pause, from that time, they have an opportunity to one, heal, two, figure out how they got there, three, make choices so they never go there again, and four, reconstitute their lives with a sense of balance. So cutting out time investing in themselves physically and mentally so that they remain productive and strong and happy most of all this is a lot about happiness and balance I don't talk to people who are stressed out that are happy no I talk to <laughs> people who are stressed out who are just like oh my god you know, it's like I'm on the front of the roller coaster I have a white knuckle grip on the bar and I, I'm just going to keep on I'm, I can't let go of the bar I'm just going to keep going and that's what they do and the reason I use roller coaster is very important another biological thing is that when we're under stress and we have stress hormones pumping into our bodies, and I want anybody out there who's in business who has the sort of business that you do presentations every so often, or you have to get a budget in, or so the quarterly results are coming out. So you know there's going to be a cyclical stress moment. There's going to be a crunch just before the thing has to be delivered. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, the budget's due. Oh, my God, the quarterly results mm-hmm. are coming out. Oh, my God, we've got to present to the client. There, Crunch, mm-hmm. right? Stress levels go through the roof pumping adrenaline and cortisol into your system. And then the presentation happens, the quarterly results happen, the budget's released. Wow, hallelujah, dopamine floods your system. Mm. You feel great. Guess what? That is the pattern of addiction. Yeah. You take drugs, you get a dopamine hit. You drink alcohol, you get a dopamine hit. You do exercise, you get a dopamine hit. And it's that dopamine hit that your brain remembers and drags you back to repeat that process this is over same. and over so again. So am I right in saying that this is the same process in your personal life when ending a relationship or coming out of a relationship? <laughs> there seems to be a little bit of um, correlation here. Mm, let's go there, Al. No, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, so there is this whole thing about the balance between the stress hormones and the reward system. A bit like abusive partners. Well, again, you know, you get the dopamine of a a crumb of affection and it keeps you hooked in Mm. because you get a dopamine hit and your brain goes, oh, I know how to get a dopamine hit. I have to get a crumb of affection. Mm. So guess what? You keep going back for it. And all of these addictive, fairly negative behaviours cause us damage, but we can't seem to break the pattern Mm. until we're aware that the pattern exists. I also think it's really important to point out here, Karen, as well, is that we talk about stress all being bad, but there is a healthy amount of stress. Oh my God, we need it. If, if, you, if you didn't have stress in your body... point that out. Yeah, if you, if you didn't have stress in your body, let's be honest, you would not be standing up because yeah. you'd be so relaxed, you'd be flopped on the floor. Yeah. Stress is there to enable us to function, yeah. right? There's a functional amount of stress. And 
knowing your sweet spot of stress mm. just enough to keep you sharp. Love that. Just enough to keep you powerful. Just enough to keep you on track. On your toes. Yeah. You know, if you think about yourself on a surfboard, you're riding a wave, but your body is in a state of both balance mm. and stress simultaneously. And the key word here is balance. Yeah. You need enough, but not too much. Mm -hmm. You need to be aware when you've hit a tipping point and you need to know how to correct. Same as being on a surfboard. Mm -hmm. I had a client yesterday, it's fantastic. So I use the surfboard analogy a lot with my clients. When you're in flow and you're riding that wave, there is no better feeling in the world. And everybody will know what it's like to be, I'm gonna use a phrase that I love, kicking it in the dick, thank you, Catherine Ryan, <laughs> at work, right? Kicking it in the dick at work, you're in it's flow, you're at be. the top of your game and you know that feeling, your system's flooded with dopamine, momentum, momentum. but you're deeply mm. calm at the same time. And <laughs> I'd use the analogy of the surfboard and my client who is uh, an insecure overachiever, fantastic guy, had come to the conclusion that the aim in life was to be on the surfboard permanently. <laughs> and I was like, well, hold on a second. Have you ever known a surfer to be on a perpetual surfboard, on a perpetual wave for their entire life? Mm. No, that's not how life works. You're gonna get dumped off the wave, mm. If you know how to, and it's about mastering the ability to get on the wave and stay there for as long as possible, mm -hmm. right? You master getting onto the wave and you know how to get back, back onto on the, the wave yeah. when you get dumped, when you hit a sandbar, when there's a riptide, whatever's going on, you know how to recover. And it's that ability to get back on the surfboard and find the wave that I believe is the best analogy I have for resilience. That's brilliant, I love right? that. And in, in physically, the reason I love the surfboard is you can you can imagine and feel yourself into the space of balance on something where you're being swept along by a current over mm. which you have no control, control, which is life. Yeah, we have no control over life, swept along by it, but riding the wave. And I just, for me, it's always been that moment of understanding what it feels like physically and mentally to be in balance. The Holmes and Ray stress scale is a data point that says how far away from the wave are you. Are you face down on a sandbank? Have you been dragged out to sea in a riptide? Are you, you know, drowning, not waving? What is going on here? And again, you feed your brain this data. Let your brain go. And I'm telling you, the first time I filled it out, I just, I looked at the data and I was physically frightened. I've never done it, you know. I need to do that. I looked at the data and I just thought, how far am I away from really being ill? It's a, it's a very... Um... And the answer was... Not far as far away as I want to be. Because the minute you have the data, you have choice. You do have choice. You have 100% choice. If you're not feeling great at work, if you can feel the headaches and the stress, if, if you don't have time to exercise, if you have the tightness in your chest, if you feel tired all the time, if you can't get enough sleep, if your sleep's disturbed, these are all great signs that you are under, it's, you're, you're heading towards illness. Mm. Illness, that's that simple. And illness means that you're not as well as you could be in my world. So you cannot be, you don't have to be physically actually face down on the floor or suffering from a disease. Illness is a lack of wellness. It's a lack of balance. Okay. Yeah. So, so, sorry, I've rambled on because no, this is like one of these is, topics that I just, really great. so close to my heart. It's really great. And it's really, really important. I think some amazing analogies there. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, what is the one piece of information that we want our listeners to take away that they can act on straight away? Well, let me ask you the question, Elle. I mean, given what we've we've talked mm. about today what would you take from this that you would share with I would, people i would go and do that test go and do the test so number one go and do the test go and do the test and again it's the holmes and ray stress test yes and we'll stress leave scale. the link yeah 
in the comments yes. to this uh, post and this podcast. If you want to look it up, um, Holmes is Holmes, H-O-L-M-E-S. Yeah. And Ray is difficult, R-A-H-E. So it's the Holmes and Ray Stress Scale. You can find it online. I've got a copy on my website, so I'll put a link into that. We'll put links, multiple links, and you can go to any of the links, fill it out. It'll throw you a score back. What it does not tell you is what to do with the information. So what needs to change? Yes. So that's the question. What do you need to change? And by the way, you don't have the, have the answer for how to change it. We're going to talk about change in the next podcast. What to do when you get data and you're like, oh, my God, what do I do? Awesome. We have some sort of plan for that too that we're going to share. <laughs> of course we do. Of course we do. Of course we do. Anyway, thank you again so much for listening to this podcast. Yes. I hope it's making a difference. Keep giving us feedback. It's great to hear. Um, I, if you want to reach out and ask any questions, DM us. Um, always happy to help. In the meantime, if you love this podcast, please do click on the bell and subscribe. Tell your friends and family because, again, it's all about helping other people to, to be the happiest they can be in life and to do well at work and to enjoy workplaces so that they truly work for all. Till next time. I just want to leave you with one quote. She always does this. I, I'm sorry. Sometimes I just feel moved to. <laughs> like throws me off. I just, I just feel moved to. So if there's one thing that I think it's great takeaway, remember that stress mm. is a message that something needs to change. change. So today what we're asking you to do is get clear on the stress and figure out what needs to change. Fantastic. Awesome advice as always, Karen. Until next time. Unsolicited advice, as it turns out. <laughs> but yes. Okay. Until next time.